Good morning, my friends. Good morning, my listeners, my fans, my admirers, my supporters. Likewise, good morning, my my haters and my detractors. Chester Franklin here, and I have a real treat for you this morning. It is Sunday, July 10th. And if you're at church right now, I need you to leave and tune into this episode, episode 68. This is what you would call a redux or a redo. I don't really know how you would pronounce it. I know how to spell it. It's R-E-D-E-U-X. It's usually applied to movies that are brought back. Um, I'm bringing back to you guys... My, my loyal listeners, episode number one that I originally recorded May 10th of 2020. So this is a rare treat. I've never done this. In, in 67 episodes, I have never relaunched an episode, but this is my very first episode. So I hope you enjoy it. If you've never heard it before, um, you're welcome. And if you have heard it before, I hope that it brings you back to the start of the podcast and that you do enjoy it. You can tell the progress that I made, or I hope that you can. And um, in any event, you guys have a good rest of your day, but uh, here's a special release just for you. Hello, everyone. This is Chester Franklin, and you are now listening to the very first Fork and Socket podcast. I'll keep it pretty brief for you, but um, I do appreciate you tuning in with me and uh, taking a ride down memory lane. I do have a story to tell from my first episode. Um, it's about two individuals, really. Um, my, my dog, Rocco, that I had for 10 years, and uh, my friend, Juan. Well, his name really isn't Juan, but for legal purposes, I'm just going to call him Juan. Um, I don't think he's intelligent enough to sue me, but, you know, just to keep it on the safe side, let's just say Juan. So um, I found some old photo albums at my dad's house. I went there a few days ago and just kind of browsing through them and came across, you know, pictures of me about maybe 11, 12 years old um, with my dog Rocco. And some of the memories that popped up were, were good, and some of them were bad. I mean, the dog got hit by a car twice. He was born with his eyelashes growing in towards his eye, eyeballs, so the opposite direction. Um, you know, I was, I, was, I was sad that he got neutered. Um, because I think every dog should be able to fuck, so... You know, there's some bad memories, but I had some really good memories with that dog. You know, he, he watched me um, grow up from a kid until until I was 17 years old. Uh, before he passed of a stomach tumor. But not to get too depressing, I, I am digressing a little bit. Um, the main part of this story is uh, my friend Juan. Okay, he was a good friend. A good friend. And even though we're not friends anymore, I stick... I'll stick by it to the end. He was a good friend. Um, 
because he used to come over to my house and me too, my dog. And, you know, I loved my dog with all my heart. And so I was so appreciative that he would come to my house and put my dog first. He wouldn't take more than, let's say, two or three steps through that front door after school every day. He would just break down on one knee and just start jacking my dog off. And I said, what are you doing? You know, at first it was kind of funny to me. I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really understand, you know. My dog was neutered. It's, you know, he can't get any pussy or anything. But somehow he would jerk a, a, a little tip of that pink thing out still, you know. So he... He knew how to work with his hands, and most importantly, my, my dog was happy. And that's all I ever wanted. I just wanted my dog to be happy. My dog was there for me so much, you know. And so, um, again, I really appreciated Juan for putting my dog first. I didn't really think anything was, was too weird with it. Because I felt we were all in this together. Um, and it only lasted a year or two to be honest, um, which I think most molestation situations only last about a year or two, maybe longer for some animals. I, d I don't know because they can't talk, but, um, my dog Rocco, he was, he was smart. He was smarter than your average pup. He knew when to call it quits. Let me tell you. So when I first kind of changed on my feelings about what was going on between Juan and Rocco, um, it was one night in the summer, and Juan came over to stay the night. And we were on the computer in, in my dad's computer room, and, um, you know, just surfing the web, probably downloading something on um, iMesh or Kazaa. It was back, back around Frostwire, LimeWire days, you know, somewhere around there roughly. And uh, Rocco was hanging out with us, and my friend Juan had an idea and this isn't an uncommon idea. You probably see it in movies as a joke or something, or maybe people really do this, but, um, Juan decided, and I mean, I, you know, I did allow it. Uh, I did allow it and I wish I didn't at this point because it changed everything, but Juan put peanut butter, my peanut butter. I, I love peanut butter. And I allowed him just to spread it on his ass. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so the intention with him doing that at three in the morning on a, on a hot summer night, peanut butter was kind of melting a little bit off his ass crack. I guess Juan was in heat or something, I don't know. But, you know, I allowed this to to happen, and the intention was he was going to have my dog lick it off, Rocco. Well, you know, Rocco was getting jacked off so so long by Juan that, that my pup, he started, you know, he would approach Juan first. Like, he knew what time it was when he seen Juan. But this, this night, or early morning, rather, like I said, about 3 a.m., um, was different. You know, Juan put his ass out there for Rocco, and uh, 
Rocco didn't bite the bait. He wasn't going for it. He he had enough. This these years, these years of freakiness that were going on, these animalistic, weird things that were happening, Rocco finally reached the age where I think he was just um, going through his phase, like, he was just, he wasn't getting horny anymore that much, you know, just like, kind of like a man in his, like, 50s, 60s, I mean, maybe mentally they're horny, but the dig ain't getting up, pretty soon they just give up, you know, they they settle for watching uh, beer commercials with women in bikinis and stuff, you know, that's, visual pleasure is where it's at, you know, and uh, Rocco didn't really find Juan's peanut butter ass very, very appealing, apparently, and, um, it really changed the dynamics of everything, because I could see on Juan's face when, when Rocco didn't lick the peanut butter off his ass, I mean, he was crushed, and it was obvious that, that Rocco was just done, his feelings had changed, you know, and it really kind of made me feel bad for Juan a little bit, you know, I was sad that he was, his feelings were hurt. And it was even sadder watching him um, try to wipe, wipe his ass off with some toilet paper. And the toilet paper was getting stuck in there. It just, it kind of became a big old mess. And it kind of reminded me of the old school um, Reese's commercial. Like, oh, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. You got your peanut butter on my chocolate. You know, kind of thing is he's trying to just wipe his ass and then also pick out peanut butter balls of toilet paper it was just it was just very awkward and um I just felt bad for both of them because I knew it was the end of an era but you know I'll be honest um I kind of got I was kind of glad I was kind of relieved because for one I realized Juan loved my dog way more than me and I don't like competition if you know me I do not like competition but also, I kind of got tired of feeling like like the Jeffrey Epstein, you know, procuring my dog for the sexual pleasure of a pervert. And that's when I realized he was a pervert. It took, I mean, it took years, but I finally got it. Um, it's kind of like algebra. It took me a few years to finally understand. But when I got it, oh, did I get it. And, you know, so... Me and Juan are no longer friends. Um, we pretty much drifted apart after that. I kind of just got into smoking weed and having sex with women and doing sexual stuff with women. Well, I guess girls at that age, you know, you call them girls, but um, yeah. So that was just a few thoughts that I was having browsing through my my photo album when I found a picture of my dog Rocco, the best dog I ever had, and, um, you know, and my friend Juan, and at the end of the day, I would still have to say Juan was a good friend, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it here, I'm gonna take it slow, it is my first podcast, um, I don't think it's good to rush into these things, it's kind of like, when you first stick your dick into some pussy, you know, you have to take it slow. If you go too quick, you'll fuck everything up. Sometimes you just got to take it slow, 
sit it in there or put it out there in this case with the podcast, put it out there, let it kind of soak. And, um, and after the little butterflies are out and you get, you know, get some feedback, then, you know, go from there and just go to pound town. So that's what I'm planning to do with this podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed my story and, uh, I hope I didn't scare you off and I hope you're willing to listen next time. I didn't want to take too much of your time and I don't have too much time to waste anyways. Today is a, is a busy day. So again, thanks for listening and take care. Thanks. Chester Franklin, uh.